Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of April 2nd, 2023. We are in the throes of eclipse season. It's a time where there are great new beginnings and unexpected endings. We walk through a door, we turn around, and behind us there's a wall. The action is moving into a different house in all of our charts because this next solar eclipse will be in Aries, the sign of I am. It's a great time to think about self-actualization. What are your big goals? How are you going to get there? It's a wonderful time to get an astrology reading, which you can book on my website to understand what houses in your chart are going to be impacted and what may show up for you with this changing energy. Eclipses are new moons and full moons times 10. So great new beginnings and great big endings. I'm hosting a Aries Solar Eclipse workshop called Power to the People on Sunday, April 16th at noon Pacific time. You can check the link in my bio. During this workshop, you'll learn a lot about eclipses and this specifically the nature of this Aries eclipse, what we might see coming up in the collective and in our own lives. And I'll do some hot takes on people's natal charts. So check the link in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com to sign up for the workshop or book an astrology reading today. The theme of this week is fire and desire, and there are three big things I want you to think about as we move through the week. The first is that Mercury, the planet of communication, will enter the sign of Taurus, and I want to talk a little bit about Mercury. So Mercury rules communication, transportation, and commerce. It oversees our mental processes dexterity or coordination. It rules all sorts of things that have to do with writing, documents, instruments. Electronics is also in the domain of this planet. It rules cars, siblings, things close to us. In terms of medical astrology, it rules the central nervous systems, fingers and hands, all kinds of tubes, things that carry things from one place to the other. So you can think about the fallopian tubes carry the egg from the ovary to the uterus. You can think about the ears, the eustachian tubes. These are all things ruled by mercury. Some words associated with it, flexibility, agility, witty, speed, dexterity, Speed is really in line with thinking about Mercury. It's the planet that is closest to the sun and it whips around the sun every 88 days. 
and it can move up to almost two degrees a day, but its average speed is about one degree a day. Mercury is also called the trickster, and its shadow energies include like lying and falsehoods, vicious words, malicious gossip, wishy-washiness, nervousness, or, you know, OCD feels very mercurial to me as well. Mercury is a winged messenger. It's at home in the signs of Gemini and Virgo. You can think about how Gemini wants to gather all the facts. It wants to teach and inform. At the highest level, Gemini brings the information from the heavens down to us mere mortals on earth in language we can understand. Now, Virgo analyzes and critiques and brings order to chaos. Virgo organizes things. It's in detriment in the signs of Pisces and Sagittarius, the signs opposite where it's at home. And so you can think about Pisces is a water sign. Water signs are mute. There's this almost like this fantastical world where we think about Pisces. I mean, it's people with Mercury and Pisces can be amazing poets, but it doesn't have that sense of accuracy that Mercury loves. And Sagittarius, you know, can weave together a story and take some liberties so that the facts aren't clear. Yeah, you can think about that's why it's a detriment in those signs. It's exalted traditionally in Virgo. So at home and exalted in Virgo and in fall in Pisces. But in modern astrology, we talk about how Mercury is exalted in the sign of Aquarius. So many people with Mercury in Aquarius are just brilliant. They think differently. They think about the future. Sometimes you're talking to someone with Mercury in Aquarius and you can't quite understand them because they're thinking on like a, a higher plane. Yeah, and Mercury in Leo, it's in fall in modern astrology. And that doesn't connect with me as much, Mercury and Leo, well, can bend the facts, I guess, as well, maybe why it's considered in detriment there. And so Mercury will enter the sign of Taurus, an earth sign. So practical, stable thinking and plans in order to complete tasks that you started is a great way to use this energy. You maybe started some things with the new moon in Aries. Aries is very initiating. And now that Mercury's in Taurus, you can like have the determination and that fixed nature to get things done. Your thoughts also may turn to like financial matters because Taurus rules finances. And the first aspect Mercury makes after it moves into Taurus is a square to Pluto. So both of them are at zero degrees. So the critical point, a critical degree, although it's not on a world point, there may be some big news. I'm wondering if if an announcement from Congress in the U.S. about its plans for TikTok or something about TikTok is announced because Mercury is also contra-parallel Saturn. So Saturn rules authority. Pluto has to do with mass influence. And in Aquarius, social media is right on target. So Mercury, an announcement about that could be something that comes up. Now also be aware there may be news of a catastrophe, a transportation catastrophe, or something about commerce that makes some big news on this day. 
The next thing I want to make you aware of is that the sun will conjunct Chiron at 15 degrees of Aries on Wednesday. The sun spotlights things and illuminates things and Chiron rules wounds and Aries rules the head. So there may be some news in the collective about treatments for anything that has to do with mental illness or any kind of head injuries or migraine headaches, things like that. Now, there could also be news about a son-like figure. So that could be the, uh, royalty, a king or a queen or authorities having a health issue or getting over a health issue or talking about a health issue or dying. Yeah, also world leaders, the authority is the son. Celebrities as well could fall under this domain. So just be aware People also may be extra emotional this week. Mars is in the sign of cancer and there's a grand trine in water, which I'll get into when I talk about Sunday. But anyway, people may be extra emotional this week. If someone just bursts into tears, try to have compassion or you yourself, you know, let the emotions come up for processing. It's not a good week to, you know, push emotions down. The last thing I want you to be aware of is that we're going to have a full moon at 16 degrees of Libra on Wednesday. So as with all lunations, this full moon is part of a moon phase family. And these are these 27-month cycles. And so the new moon of this cycle was at 13 degrees of Libra on October 6th. 2021. So think about what started in your life then. Give two weeks on either side. It will be likely most impactful for people who have planets between like 10 and 18 of the cardinal signs may track a specific story. The first quarter moon nine months after that was at 14 degrees of Libra, where the sun was in Cancer, the moon in Libra on July 6, 2022. We're now at the full moon where the sun in Aries, the moon in Libra, both at 16 degrees on April 5th, 2023. And the last quarter moon is at 13 degrees of Libra, where the sun is in Capricorn, the moon is in Libra on January 3rd, 2024. So what often happens with these cycles, there will be a pivot point related to the same story in these nine-month increments. You can think about maybe starting to write a book. Libra is an air sign. And so, you know, maybe the first nine months you spend getting your outline together, the next nine months you write it, The next nine months, it's the promotion and the launch of the book. You can think of it like that. So there's this story that is ongoing that has pivot points. And the reason it's the same story is because the moon is activating your chart in the same house at approximately the same degree over the nine months of the cycle. And Libra rules relationships. So this is going to be a full moon where we can think about how we take actions for ourselves versus the other. So our relationships, are we too people-pleasing? 
Are we too self-focused? How can we find balance? As I mentioned, the sun is conjunct Chiron. So some people may have broken up last week when Venus met Uranus. Uranus breaks things, Venus relationships, and maybe really, really emotional and a lot of things may come up. The full moons illuminate things. Yeah, the sun and the moon, the conscious and the subconscious mind. So really notice how you're feeling during this full moon. It can be very tender. Now it's called fire and desire, the theme of this week, because you know we're in Aries season. Aries is a fire sign. The moon has to do with what we love, what we desire. Yeah, so being present as things come up this week. And now this can bring up topics about relationships that are love relationships, best friend relationships, open enemies also falls under Libra's domain. People we're in conflict with and business partners stuff can also be surfacing around these different topics. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to be, there's going to be things in the collective around this. The moon is parallel more at this full moon. So this can be very, very romantic this week for many people. Yeah, in this full moon. The sun is also parallel Jupiter. Jupiter just makes everything bigger. There may be some important court cases, some things that come up. Jupiter rules legal affairs. So we shall see what comes up this week with this big full moon. On Sunday, the word of the day is grounding. The moon will enter the sign of Virgo at 3.57 a.m. Pacific time. Virgo is an earth sign that loves to bring order to chaos. This is a chop wood carry waters energy where you can get stuff done. So think about decluttering or organizing, cleaning or great things to do with a Virgo moon, like the mundane tasks we don't really love to do, but we feel so much better when they get done. Now, Mars will be in Cancer and sextile the North Node on this day. So you may get some important clues about how you use your energy This is not a good day to fight with your family. Mars, conflict, cancer, the sign of family. Domestic violence is something that concerns me when Mars is in cancer. But things said out of emotional intensity that Mars in cancer, especially critical things with the moon in Virgo, can cause some family ruptures or ruptures in relationships. So I want you to... Try to make sure you stay grounded and ground yourself. Use your tools on this day is an important thing to do because there's a grand trine in water in the sky. And Mars in Cancer's trine, Saturn in Pisces, trine the south node in Scorpio. You know, three things in water signs. So negative emotions, when there's a grand trine, like you can get stuck in a loop. And so some people will get stuck in heavy emotional negative patterns. And with that moon in Virgo could set off a torrent of criticism to someone else or to themselves. So I want you to get out in nature, take your shoes off, run your feet in the grass if you are feeling that energy. Now you can also use this grand trine for healing 
and letting go of things, I would think would be a great thing to do with it. But just be aware this day could be something for some people. On Monday, the word of the day is pressure cooker. Mercury enters the sign of Taurus at 9.22 a.m. Pacific time. Mercury rules commerce. Go out and buy yourself some flowers. Taurus is an earth sign. Yeah. Purchase something for yourself that makes you feel good. Now, Mercury will square Pluto at 11.55 a.m. They're at zero degrees of both signs. Pluto can pressurize things. Mercury are thoughts. So this can be a day where you have great concentration and the mental determination to get something done. Watch your words for being too intense. That's something you can think about with this day. Um, There'll probably be some big news. Maybe this is the Congress announcing news about something For work, hopefully you have flexibility to just concentrate on something to get it complete. On Tuesday, the word of the day is stress. So the moon enters Libra at 2.50 p.m. Pacific time. Libra, the air sign. You may be aware of like minor stresses in your relationship. That Mercury square Pluto may just be bringing up some things that Ooh, I wish he or she wouldn't chew their food like that or snuff a luffagus like that or whatever. So just be aware of some like little minor things that may be coming up, but let's try not to be too critical of others and have a laugh if these things come up. Yeah, use your breath, I think, for this day to release some stress is going to be a good thing to do. On Wednesday, the word of the day is tools. Mercury and Taurus will sextile Saturn and Pisces. They're both at three degrees of each sign. Now, this may be more internal because water and earth are yin, internal energies. And so you may be having a opportunity for a compassionate conversation with yourself. Sextiles are opportunities but they can get some stuff done. You may have a conversation with someone, letting them know what tools you need and they supply them to you. So think about that. The sun is gonna conjunct Chiron at 15 Aries. So if you are feeling emotional, what tools do you need to help yourself and self-nurture? Or if someone else is really, really feeling stressed or emotional or whatever, wounded, be compassionate and help them. The full moon will be at 16 Libra at 9.34 p.m. Pacific time. This is a great day to think about relationships. How can you build harmony? How can you negotiate through difficulties or any kind of conflicts and come to a win-win situation? How can you be more diplomatic? Also think about art and beauty. Maybe watch a movie or go to a museum or do something that brings some culture to your life with this full moon. Also, Mercury will conjunct the North Node. There is the potential for important conversations this week. On Thursday, the word of the day is balance. This is a great day for like a yoga class or Pilates or something like that. 
to help you literally balance your body. Also, how can you balance work and life? And think about the tarot card temperance, like moderation in all you do, I think is a good thing to think about for this day. The moon will enter Scorpio at 11.29 p.m. Pacific time. Scorpio is deep waters. I think this can be like a really passionate energy in a positive way with this Scorpio moon transit. Now that Saturn's out of Aquarius, so Saturn's not squaring. The moon's not squaring Saturn when it's in this sign, so that's good. On Friday, the word of the day is flowers. Venus in Taurus is sextile Neptune in Pisces. They're both at 25 degrees of the signs. This is the rose-colored glasses transit where you can just be feeling just things may feel extra pleasurable or beautiful or whatnot. If you meet someone new, you may have this like fantastic image of them that's really not reality. Be mindful if you make agreements, they may go up in smoke. Neptune dissolves things, or they may wash away, I should say. So this is not a time to put a final signature on the line per se, because someone may want to back out. Yeah, keep that in mind. But I think it can be really pleasurable. Great night for a date night, great night for Romantic gestures, Mercury in Taurus is sextile Mars in Cancer. They are both at six degrees of their signs, respective signs. So again, romantic gestures. This is a great day to buy someone flowers. Mercury rules commerce, Taurus flowers, Mars in Cancer, a gallant gesture. Now, Venus is on Algol. Algol's at 26 Taurus. It's that Medusa fixed star, that, you know, the beheading star. So watch out for, like, there may be a lot of intensity. There may be some horrible domestic violence kind of story on this day. So just be aware of that if you see it in the news. On Saturday, the word of the day is dynamite. So I want you to watch your temper on this day or notice if uh, people around you are just like extra passionate or emotional or angry or what have you. Mercury is parallel Uranus. Uranus is the great awakener. So there can be great ideas, but it also breaks things and also can like be somewhat chaotic. Somewhere a protest or riot or strike may break out unexpectedly. The sun is also parallel Jupiter, so like making everything bigger. So there's just this big kind of explosive energy, not necessarily negative, but it's there in the collective potentially. It could go either way. Hopefully it's just a lot of fun, passion, and sexiness. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what you experienced this week or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, 
where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 